I, since I was six years old, I've, I've wanted to be a boxer. I saw Muhammad Ali fight Joe Frazier, and I was like, that's what I want to do. From six years old, I would go in my room and close the door, and you know, I was Ali, you know, and I could hit a band, you know, and everything. I love boxing. Rick, I want to thank you for taking this time to be on the podcast. Um, I've heard about you, I mean, in my time being here, because you said you came here in 86? 86. 86. I heard about you, and I knew there was rumbling in the jungle, mm. or I should say in Japan, and I heard about this brother that's over here knocking everybody <laughs> out. You're lightweight, right? Yes, I was lightweight, yes. yes. Lightweight. Yes. And you were killing it, man. And I, I, did I heard about I did. you, but we never got a chance to meet you, and I was so happy that you called me up. I mean, you contacted me through a mutual friend, right. Preston. Preston, yeah. shout out to you, Preston. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. I, I have him on the podcast. He's been telling me about you. He said, get this brother out here. He's got his own gymnasium. He's fantastic, a good man. And I can see that in your eyes. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank anyway, you. Thank where you. were you born, Preston? I mean, I'm saying Preston. See, Preston, you got me calling him Preston. <laughs> where were you born, Rick? I was born in New York City, in okay. Bronx, New York. All right. Yeah. And you grew up there until? Um, well, we were there until I was six. Okay. And then um, we went to the Virgin Islands. It was supposed to be a, a two-week vaca two vacation, I thought. But uh, next thing you know, I was enrolling in school and getting uniforms and stuff like that. On Where, which, which island? St. Croix. St. Croix. Yeah, yeah. I told you, I used to go yes, there. Yes. When, I was, when I was stationed yeah. in Puerto Rico, we used to fly over to St. Croix, St. Kitt, St. Mm. Martin. We did everything. And I also went to um, Haiti. Okay. I flew okay. over to Haiti. Okay. I mean, since I'm overdoing that area, I went over to Haiti yeah. once. That was the closest I've been to Africa, because that's what it felt like when I landed. Yeah. Have you ever been to Haiti? No, I've never been to Haiti. Okay. No. no. So St. Croix. Yes, yes, yeah. We grew up there. I grew up there for, uh, I was there a total of about seven years. Seven years. Yeah. And you had to, seven years only? Uh, yeah. Well, yes, seven years. From what age? From well, I went there when I was, when we was, I was six. Mm -hmm. Then we went to live in... Chicago. I went. My brother and I went to, to Chicago with my my stepfather's uh, sister, and we went to St. Croix. But my mother was trying to get away from my stepfather, basically, right? Because he was. Wait, wait. Your mother was trying to get away. Wait, wait. Hold on. Now your original father. Okay. So yeah. Okay. Now they they got divorced when I was. Gosh, I, I must have been probably about two. Or, so you don't remember your father? Yeah. Oh, I know my father. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was always around. Okay. He was always okay. always around. I, I know him and stuff and. Uh, then she married uh, my stepfather, and I guess they weren't getting along well. And then we went to St. Croix, mm -hmm. and it was supposed to be for a two-week vacation, but then we ended up staying there. And then he came down to St. Croix, and then we went to live with his, his uh, uh, sister okay. and her kids. Mm -hmm. and, and they're my cousins. Man. We, we bonded, and you know, I love them like, like, like blood. And, and still close. Yeah, we're still close to this day. Right, yeah. Right. Is your mother from St. Croix? No, no, no. Um, actually, um, no one was from St. Croix, from, from St. Croix, no. Where was she, your mother from? Where was she born? New she York? was born in New York City. Yeah, New, New York, York City, too. Yeah, yeah, New York. Okay. Yeah, yeah. but my grandfather's go back to, 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 to Barbados. To Barbados. Okay. Yeah, so that's they go back where to Barbados. Right. That's where they came from, but no one was from St. Croix, but I had an uncle who was living there, mm -hmm. and we went down and uh, visited him, and that's where we ended up staying. 
Yeah. So you have two brothers. You have an older yes, brother? Yes, two brothers. Yes. He's three years older than you? Yes. And yeah, then you have a younger brother? And that's Keith, yeah. He's younger Keith. than me. All right. Yeah. Are you too close with your brothers? I love them. Yeah, they're my brothers, yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, we talk in, all the time. In every sense? Yeah, we talk all the time, man. Yeah. yeah. Right. Do they have kids? Yes. My older brother has about four kids. Okay. And my younger brother has three. Okay. And you have? And I have two. Two. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Are they all about the same age, or your Um, my brothers, both brothers' kids are about the same. My oldest daughter is twenty-four, mm -hmm. and my youngest daughter is eight. Okay. Yeah. So she keeps me young. All right. Yeah. She's your sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's yeah. good. That's, that's I love them both. They're both my sweethearts, man. That's good. That's yeah. good. They're both here in Japan. No, my oldest daughter's in. Uh, she's in um, Louisiana right now, going to school. Yeah, That's where my father's from. You have so many similarities. Similarities yeah. here. My father's from Sweetport. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. she's uh, she's um, going to med school and uh, and she wants to become a, she wants to become a doctor. A doctor, yeah. okay. Do yeah. what kind of doctor? She hasn't decided yet. Okay. She's still. She said she won't decide that until like the last year of school. Mm -hmm. Then then that comes out. She then she starts to decide which way she wants to go. All right. Yeah, but she's she's doing good. She's trying. So you call her how many times a day? <laughs> <laughs> well, not, not how many times a day, but I do I do call her a lot. I'm sure you do. I'm I sure call you do. her a lot. And make talking. sure everything's okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm always worried about her and making sure she, you know, wonder how she's doing. And well, give her a shout out, man. Hey, Yodi. <laughs> Yodi Roberts. <laughs> I love you. I love you. Love you. All yeah, right. Yeah. And your youngest one? So and Momoko. 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 Yeah, I love her too. I love you All too, right. Momoko. <laughs> All right. That's good. Yeah, That's good. Yeah. Hey, man, so... Tell me, so you grew, growing up in New York, well, I mean, you were in St. Croix first, so then you came back to New York? No, so um, went to St. Croix, okay. and then stayed there, then went to Chicago, and, and lived there for two years okay. with my, my, my stepfather's sisters mm -hmm. and my cousins. Mm -hmm. And then um, we went back to St. Croix. I, my brother and I went back to St. Croix, and we stayed there until I was... Uh, I think I was uh, 13 or 14. Who'd you stay with then? My mother. My mother was still there. Okay. My mother was still there. And she didn't come with you when you went with your stepfather? Wait. No, no. So I went to live with my stepfather's si sister. Oh, I see, I see. Right. I see. For, for so two, so for two your years. stepfather and your mother were staying there? They were still in the same court. Okay. Yeah. And then um, we flew, I flew back, and my brother and I flew back, and then um, I guess they, they broke up, and then we ended up, we ended up uh, staying in St. Croix, and then... Um, when I was about 13 or 14, we moved back to New York. Mm -hmm. And then I went back to St. Croix again to live with my uncle, who was, who was there, who had who initially was there, and um, stayed with him for another two years. So yes, so when I finally came back to New York City, I was 16. 16? Yeah, yeah. All right, so then what was it like then? Were you thinking about college or? Yeah, yeah, I, I, but I, since I was six years old, I, I wanted to be a boxer. Okay. I saw Muhammad Ali fight Joe Frazier, and I was like, that's what I want to do. You knew that from six? From six years old. I would go in my room and close the door, and, you know, I was Ali, you know, and I could hear the fans, you know, everything, man. I was, I love boxing. What about your brothers? My brother wanted to be a, a, a cook. This is the oldest brother? Yeah, he wanted to be a cook. Okay. And my younger brother, I wasn't sure exactly what he wanted to be, because I didn't, I didn't really meet him until I was older. Okay. Much older, okay. but... But uh, my brother wanted to be a cook. Did he become a cook? Oh, yeah, he yeah he worked he worked uh, in a few restaurants growing okay. up. He's not a cook now. Okay. Yeah, but but that's that's one of the things that kind of kind of got me um, going with with boxing because we were with my uncle 
and we were talking, and he he asked us. He said, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" And he asked my my brother and I, my older brother and I. How old were you at that time? Uh, I was about eleven years old okay. at that time, and my my brother says, "I want to be a cook," you know. And he's like, "Oh, that's good, that's good." He said, "Vic, what do you want to be?" I want to be a boxer. A boxer? And he's like, why don't you be a singer, man? You're too skinny to be a boxer. <laughs> and that just fueled me. And I know he wasn't being, he wasn't being mean. He was just, you know, saying, I'm like, come on, you're a little, little skinny kid, you know. This is your mother's brother? No, this, well, he, he's actually my cousin. Okay, all right. An older cousin. That's why you call him But uncle. we call him uncle because, right. of, out of respect, we call all him right. uncle. Right. Uncle, you know, yes. uncle Jose. And, um... Yeah, man, that fueled me. I wanted to be a boxer. I really even did. more. Yeah, I wanted to be even more. Yeah. But did you yeah. did you ever fight in school and stuff? Oh man, yeah, 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 yeah. You did? <laughs> but were you were yeah. you the kind of kid that started the fights? No, no. To egg well, them on just so you could fight? No, well, I'm a, well, I'm gonna tell you. When I when I <laughs> went to San Croix, I was the 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 Yankee boy. Of course, the Yankee outsider, boy. Yeah, right? that's what it is. Yankee boy, Yankee boy. So we got picked on a lot. So my brother was a my brother's a natural fighter. My older brother's a natural fighter. So he eventually got the people off of him. But I was I'm a I'm of a learned fighter. You know, You're I'm what? A, a learned fighter. Okay. You know, I can I can fight even before I box, I would fight a lot. But once I learned how to box, then things would things were different. But I was picked on a lot as a kid. So when did this when did you see the change? Well, I started boxing when I was 12 years old. Okay. And then around 14, once I started realizing that, you know, you get hit, you know, pain is temporary, it goes away, you know, and you can come back and you can, you know, fight again. Then it wasn't, I wasn't really worried about getting hit anymore. And I had the confidence. Boxing gave me a lot of confidence in myself. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and I had to stop the bullying then. So those guys, they stopped. <laughs> but, but, Rick, I understand that. Don't you have to have a certain type of face? Some faces can't can't take a hit. Am I, am I um, right? I don't think it's about the, the face. I think it could be about high the high cheekbones or stuff like that. If you don't, if your eyes are too exposed. You know what I mean? Well, um, I think with boxing, um, defense is very important, and you know, blocking the shots, mm -hmm. slipping the shots. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't like to get hit so much, so you know, <laughs> you know, right, I, I, I was going away, right? But um, I I was. I think I was a pretty defensive fighter. I was able to make people miss, and I had fast hands, you know. So I didn't get hit that much. Mm -hmm. I didn't hit that much. I don't think I did. Um, there were times, I, of course, I got I got some punishment, but um, I guess overall, I didn't get every, not every fight that I was getting really be, you know beat up, mm -hmm. you know. So, but uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think it's the the face. You just have to have the heart, and and you know, and be able, be able to have some defense and block and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Now you took it yeah. to what level? How how far did you go in Japan? Uh, well, I, I went all the way to the world level. Okay. I went to the world world championship. Right. So I, when I arrived in Japan, um, when I started, I started pro, my pro career when I was uh, 18. Okay. And I was in New York City. And mm -hmm. my first fight was actually in Madison Square Garden. Which is which is a crazy crazy story. Your first fight. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, people usually try to work up to get in exactly, the Square Garden. Exactly. You, yeah. Your first fight. Well, how did that happen? Well, we I had I turned pro when I was eighteen, and my trainer was trying to find a, a manager, and it was local manager. I lived in Spanish Harlem at the time in New York City, and um, we 
we get a so-called manager to help us. And I'm in the gym training on, on Monday. I'm training, remember it's on Monday. I'm training at nighttime, right? And he comes in and says, hey, I got to fight. You know, I got to fight for you. And I'm like, oh man, good. You know, when is it? You know, oh, it's Thursday. Thursday? You know, yeah, like, like next Thursday? No, Thursday. And I'm like, oh man. So I had to get ready for a fight on, you know, two, two three day notice. You know, yeah, right? And then it's my first fight. And then I'm like, well, where's it going to be? Oh, it's going to be in the garden. In the garden? Oh, man. So what, what, what it was was Marvin Hagler was fighting Roberto Duran okay. in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And they were doing a TV um, tele- telecast on, on TV. And I guess with the time dis- difference, they had a fight card, you know, uh, a bunch of fights at, in the garden. And if there was a time span in between, then I would go in. I would go on. So, to fight, I, it was, you didn't know who you were gonna fight. Well, I knew. I, I, what what probably happened was there was an opponent for a person that got injured or okay. or canceled, and then they needed somebody to fill in. So I was called. The person, okay. So, um, I go on a fight. Mike Mike Dominguez was his name, and I I go to get ready to fight him, and we um, we meet up. My trainer and I meet up the day of the fight. We driving down to we're driving down to uh, the garden and it's pouring down raining. I mean pouring down. I got his windshield wipers stopped working, and we got to get out, you know, and try to you know make sure we could see and stuff like that. And we finally get to the garden. We can't get there late, but we got there. I got there right on time. I had to run in, go down. They showed me where to go, and then he comes. My trainer comes down, and the manager, quote unquote manager, was supposed to help us in the corner, but he never showed up. Right, so. I go out, I hear my, my trainer goes out the room and he says, hey, Emil, Emil, come here, come here, man, I need some help. And I'm like, Emil? And Emil Griffith walks in. I don't know if you've ever heard of Emil Griffith, but he's mm-hmm. one of the great middleweight uh, fighters of the 1960s. Okay. So I have this world champion who's going to be in my, this former world, great world champion who's going to be in my corner. And I'm like, wow, okay. I'm still not sure if I'm going to fight or not, right? And then... The guy says, get him ready. You know, they, you know, New York, they don't, you know, come on, get him ready. He's going up. And okay, Rick, come on. My, my heart is, because, you know, you could hear all the people out there, you know, and the main event is over. And they're waiting for the, tele- the, tele- the TV to come on. And they open the door, and there's like 13,000 people out there, man. And it's like, holy smokes. So now I'm sitting here, I got this. You know, I'm 18, kid from, from Harlem, you know, I mean, I'm living in Harlem, you know, and I see this, I have this world champion, former great world champion with me, and there's 13,000 people, I'm in the garden, you know, and it's like, oh, wow, this is just like surreal, this is crazy. And then I look in the, in, the, in the ring, and Tony Perez is the referee, and Tony Perez was one of the referees, great referees you, you see on TV all the time, and I'm like, holy smoke, this is just crazy. But we, we boxed and I and, uh, lost a four-round decision. You lost, but you didn't yeah. get knocked out. I didn't get knocked out. And didn't you didn't get knocked out. Okay. Yeah. Do you think you? Do you think that you? you did you? When when it was over, did you think that you'd maybe won? No, no, no. He 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 got me. Oh, you I knew mean, he, he had you. He, he got me because I, I almost I almost got him in the first round, but then the second the second round he almost got me. Okay. He almost knocked me out in the second right, round. Right, then okay. but the third and fourth I think I thought he won. Okay. You know, a boxer usually knows when. He, he knows when you. Yeah, he knows I think so. Boxer. Yeah, that's why I was asking yeah. because you said it was a decision. So I was thinking maybe you thought you won and right, you know, right, they didn't right. think so. Just on points. No, no. It was, I, think he, I think he won. 
Okay, okay. And then um, I had another fight after that, and then I joined the military. And Why? Well, I was tired of New York City. I think I just I got tired because, well, I had I, had, I was going to college. I was going to college, right? And actually, I had I stopped college for, and I was working in a bank, and. It was getting to be like, you know, at nighttime, you know, you hear bang, 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 you oh, know, the, the gunshots and, you know, and then I was coming home one day and there was a guy laid out in the street and people were around him and, and he had uh, OD'd, right? And I'm just sitting there, you know, and New York people just, you know, we see this all the time. So, we, we you know, you're looking at this and they brought him back. They got him back. Okay. And then... And they took him to the hospital, and that, when that happened, I was like, man, I'm, I'm tired. And my father, before he passed away, he kept, he was telling me to go into the military. Why don't you just go into the military? This is your biological father. My biological okay, father yeah. was just saying, why don't you just go into the military? And, um, you know. Had he been in? Had he been in? Yeah, he did the army. He was in, like, he was in the army during the Vietnam War. Okay. So right? he's my age. Yeah. yeah, so he was like, you know, just going on, going to, going to service. He didn't say which one. He said, just go on to service. You know, and, and he kept, he was telling me that like over the year, uh, 1985, he was telling me that. And then he died, you know, so I said, okay, I'm going to go into the military. So I joined the military. And then my first assignment, um, uh, I always say my lucky number is three. You know, I wanted to go to Japan. Ever since I was like seven years old, I wanted to come to Japan. What made that, what, what got you to do that? Wait, well, at six years old, you knew you wanted to always box. Yeah. Yeah. At seven, you wanted to come to Japan. What spurred that on? Well, when I was in Chicago, I was about eight years old. Okay. I was in Chicago, and I don't know if you remember, but during that time on the weekends, they would have this uh, one-minute uh, show that would come on. for one. It, uh, it's a commercial, In the News. It was called In the News. Okay. And it would come on, and it would show different areas of the world, right, and different things going on. Sometimes they talk about the Vietnam War was ending and stuff like that. And... Before that, I w wanted to go to China because I, you know, the Chinese, you know, I'd seen Bruce Lee and stuff like that. Oh man, you know, right? And then they showed a, a, a quick segment on Tokyo. And I was like, wow. I thought it was like the, the Kung Fu movies where they wearing the, you know, the old clothes and right, stuff like exactly. that. Well, they were, people were wearing suits and walking around like it was, you know, and I was like, wow. I want to go there, and I remember I was I remember seeing that show, and I remember that time, you know. So I've always wanted to to come to to Tokyo, to Japan, and um, when I finally joined the military, I put it down as number three. That's my favorite number, right? And uh, actually, it came up. I was like, wow, okay, I got it. <laughs> Your first place. The first was Masawa, yeah, Masawa Air Force Base. Right out of basic training. Right out of, right out of, right out of yeah, out of tech school basically, because go. Oh, so you were basic training. Where did you do your school, tech school? Um, in uh, Lowry. In Lowry? Yeah. Okay, what did you do in the Air Force? I was, at that time, I was supply. Supply, okay. So yeah. you went from, from Lackland to Lowry? Yes. And then from Lowry straight to Misawa? To Misawa, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and when, I, when I land at, in Misawa, you know, they, had, they send you your sponsors, you know, come over and help you. And the people from the, from the office come and pick you up and stuff like that. My guys who came to pick me up, they came, hey, you know, how you doing? You know, got any questions about Japan? First question I asked was, do you have boxing here? You <laughs> that know? was, that was still that was, Yeah, right? And they, 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 uh, they started smiling. They were like, okay, we're going to take you to see Carlos. Well, Carlos Elliott at that time was, he had, he was the welterweight champion 
of Japan. But then he had won the, had vacated that championship, and he was the um, junior middleweight right. champion of the of the Orient, of, right? So, and he worked right. We go to the shop all the time, every day. We, you know, he was that close to to the guys in the shop, and they took me over there, and we met, and he took me to the gym, and then uh, um, I started training. And then there was a, um, a former world champion here now, a world champion. I, well, at that time, he was world champion. Um, uh, Hamada, um, I can't think of his first name, but um, he had won. Not, he was world champion. And he was getting ready to defend his championship against Ronnie Shields. And they said, hey, we need somebody to spar because they could see I could outbox, right? And they were like, uh, why don't you go down to Tokyo and spar? Sure, man, I, you know, I'm... You know, and we go down, I go down to Tokyo, came down to Tokyo, we, we, we sparred uh, four days, and I did pretty well, right? You know, I thought I just did okay, right? And then the last sparring, all of the media was there because he was getting ready for this defense, and um, all of the media was there. And after we sparred, they all came and, you know, they were talking to me about, hey, where are you from? You know, what happened? You know, have you boxed before, blah, 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 blah. And it was a little bit overwhelming for me, you know. So I went back to Misawa and I was like, well, I went back to the gym in Hachinohe. I went back to the Hachinohe Taken Boxing Gym. And I said, hey, man, I'm going to I'm gonna set this out for a little while and just enjoy Japan. So I just, it was just too, much, too overwhelming for me at that time, you know, all of the media attention and stuff like that. They just came and, you know. And then I stayed out for about a year. And then I got the itch again. Mm. And I went back in the boxing. That was it. I just went from there, and mm-hmm. I won the the Japan lightweight championship. Oh, I'm sorry, the junior welterweight champion, which is now the super super lightweight champion. Okay. But I won the at that time it was junior welterweight. How old were you at that time? Uh, 24. 24. Yeah, yeah, 24 years old. And then, um, about a, the next year, um, they had uh, Paris Striker mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the Soviet Union, right? And unfortunately, when the, they had five uh, Russian guys who came over here, mm-hmm. and one of them was in my weight division, and he was two-time Olympic champion, right? Okay. And he was coming up the rank, just shooting up the ranks, you know. And I had to meet him, right? So I think, I'm, I'm not sure, but I think I was like one of the first uh, championship fights between a... Russian and an American, American right. right? And he got me in. Uh, we we boxed, and he won in a ten round decision. Ten round decision. Yeah. So and was it clear to you? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Everything this that I would, was good. everything that I would do to people, he was doing to me. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he was good. Yeah, he was good. So the Russians yeah. aren't to be played with. No, they weren't to be played with because even they had a they had a. I think it was a flyweight. I think Yuri was flyweight. I think or super flyweight. He was. Really, he was the first world champion that they had here, and then uh, Yuri, and then um, they had um, Nazarov, Christian Nazarov. He was another lightweight champion. He was lightweight, but he went up, you know, on the lightweight rank. But I was one rank, one mm-hmm. weight above him, right? So we never met, and we just sparred one time, a mm-hmm. few times. But but um, um, what's his name? Uh, I think it, can't think of his name now. Yanovsky mm-hmm. was was my opponent. Right. And he was he was really good. He was, was was he just fast? He was just 
very experienced, a good boxer. He was just a better so boxer him, than what me. Makes him, okay, but tell me, tell me some well, of the things that they do, a good boxer would do versus someone. How do you know when someone's good? Well, you know, Outside he knew of him beating he, your butt up. <laughs> <laughs> well, he knew he knew how to he knew when to jab. He knew when you know he used his feint pretty well. Okay, you know he knew how to 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 uh, uh, I guess take advantage of my weaknesses. Mm -hmm. You know better, and he was older than me too. You know, he how was, many years? At that time, I was I was I think I was I was like twenty five or twenty six, and I think he was uh, thirty. Four. Okay. I want to say thirty-four. So, so you've been in the game so, for a while. Yeah, to me, I'm thinking, okay, I got this older guy, you know. Yeah, and he's thinking. I'm just gonna, okay. Yeah. And he's thinking I'm gonna beat this young guy. Because yeah, he doesn't know, yeah, he <laughs> yeah. doesn't know the stuff I know. Yeah. I forgot <laughs> exactly. he'll ever remember. Exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. And and uh we we boxed and, and I was trying everything I could I could all the every trick I knew, man, and he was When was it when was it evident to you that this guy's gonna kick your butt? Uh well probably Early in the fight, <laughs> I knew that he was, you know, he was, I was up against a lot, but I was hoping that he would get tired because of his, you know, of his age and stuff like that, and he, he would, you know, wear out a little bit, but now nah, he, he, he boxed. And you weren't going to give up either. No, you determined, no, I'm not no, giving, no, 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 I'm not going down, no, I don't care what you hit me with. That doesn't, that doesn't work, that's not even in the book, you know, yeah, giving up, you know, so I lost the championship to him, and then, um, I changed bases around the same time, and I came. Which, but you down. had the wait. How did you get the wait? You had the championship already. No, but he took it from me. But you had it. So how many fights do you have to have to get the oh, championship? Now to get the championship. Oh yeah, okay. To get the yeah. championship, I had. Yeah, I didn't even. I, you jumped I, I, way, I, way over. Also, now, now you lost the championship. I said, when did you get? When did you get it? <laughs> that's that's I right. I don't remember when you got that's it. Right. Okay. So so um, I I started boxing. I went back. I went back to the, to boxing mm -hmm. um, after about a year off, and um, I initially usually you start off at four rounds. I fought four rounds in the state, so okay. the trainer was like, "Okay, we're gonna um, start six rounds." Okay, and so I went six, six, eight, eight rounds, and then I lost my first ten round fight. Right, and my first wife was was actually um, was pregnant at the time, and she lost. Well, she had a miscarriage and stuff okay. like that. She was in the hospital, so I was running home. Not to make excuses, but I was running home and stuff like that. And, and the guy was better than me. He, he, he got me that day. You know, and then um, I took the loss and then I started going back. And, you know, well, I won the, I, won the um, uh, I got to the, to, to the number one contender. And then I, and, it, and the champion was really good at the time. That was um, Yamamoto, he was really good. You know, strong, tough fighter. You know, and um, I boxed him, and I and I won, and I, I stopped him in the fifth round. You what? I stopped him in the fifth round. You knocked him out. Well, I, I cut him. I oh, cut, cut him. him and that's yeah, it. and and it was just so bad that they had to had to stop it. You know, and then uh, from there I defended twice, and then I met Janowski. <laughs> and Janowski said, "Okay, yeah, I need this. Yeah, yeah. So you got something it, I want." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. But but we got to be actually after the fight. You know, you get to be you know sure. your friends. Now, you, you know, you're doing the same profession. Yeah, Why wouldn't you? Exactly, be? exactly. So you talk with him a lot after that. Um, I didn't talk with him much, but I did. I did um, interact with like his trainer mm -hmm. and um, the lightweight. I had to go down to spar with the lightweight um, after I started boxing here. Uh, would go down and spar with them, you know, stuff like that. So we we kind of talked a little bit mm -hmm. 
You know. So when you took your championship away from you, did, did you ever get it back? Well, that's um, what happened is uh, I I went back and I was getting ready for a fight, but my my we were playing uh, softball and and I didn't warm up, I guess, throwing the ball hard and my shoulder uh, started to to sublex, right? So basically, it would be, come out and I would be stuck, but then I could. Get it back in, you know, kind of like Mel Gibson, yes, you know, yes, and, and lead the weapons, you know, ah, you know, like that. And that's really how it feels it because really feels, you don't yes, know right. when it's that gonna, gonna lock. happen, when, when it's gonna lock, when it's yeah. gonna lock, right? And so that started happening to me, and then I had to cancel my next fight, and then I got the orders to Yokota, mm -hmm. and I actually I came down to Yokota and I, on my way home on leave. And I looked at the base, and the base was pretty old. Yokota's? Yeah, Yokota. Okay. Was, it wasn't what it is now. It wasn't modernized now. Right. It was just an old base. You know. What year was this? This was '91. Okay, '91. Okay, they hadn't done anything. They right? hadn't done anything, you know, at that time. And 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 I'm talking to my wife. I'm like, uh, I think we, you know, we were both like, yeah, we don't want to do this. But while I was home, I got a phone call, and they said, Hey, guess where you're going? You're going to Yokota. Okay. So then I went to y Yokota, and um, we found the uh, uh, the gym, Ishikawa gym, and I went there and started boxing there. And then um, he wanted me to go from go down a weight. He said I think it'd be better off as a lightweight instead of a super lightweight. So I went down to lightweight, and that was probably the best thing that he's done. So what happened? What happened from there? Um, well, after that, I I. I Fought and, and got to the championship, but my shoulder is still bad. Okay, still locking. It's still it. locking. So during the fight, ever? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So you just you know eventually when they talk about poker face, I always tell my fighters about having a poker face, right? Because you know in the middle of throwing a punch, it, you know it goes out and 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 I can't go ah like that. You, you know? gotta keep it. Yeah, I gotta keep it. it. You know, quiet as best I can, right? So I'm, you know, and I just go back to to boxing, mm -hmm. but it was it would be out. You know, it would it would just and you keep on boxing with it out. Yeah, I can I can I can get it back right in, just, but then after that, it it's it's painful. start to swell and you know and whatnot. For the championship, I actually won, actually basically using my left, my left hand because I had won. because once once the the I realized my my shoulder was bad, then I started using just my left. You know. He thought you were just messing with him. Oh yeah, yeah. And, I, trying, I, well, to, and trying to avoid the right. I mean, I mean, I mean, until from like the, the time that happened after I lost the initial championship, mm -hmm. um, and then when I came down here, from '91 to '94, I boxed with just my left hand, you know, except throwing uppercuts. Right, you know? okay. And then, um, and then I won the championship in '90 in '91. And then my first defense, I lost it again, and that was like my worst loss. That was a it was a, it was a TKO loss. And me and me and the guy Sakamoto, we're, we're really good friends now, actually. But he he beat he got me that he day. Did yeah. He must have known that your left arm was. I right. think I think at that time people knew out. something he was wrong. Out. Yeah, something was wrong. And, and but it, yeah. but we were, we had a we had a really good fight. And then in the eighth round, um, he caught me a good shot, and I went down. Got back up and then caught me again. I went down again, and then we, I was trying to get through through the round. I actually I got through the through the eighth round, but then on the ninth round, in the ninth round I was I just didn't have it anymore. 
and he, he the referee stopped it and that was a good thing I'm glad the referee stopped it so then once that happened when I had to go back to the drawing board you know and then we started going back up again trying to get back you know I got the shoulder fix I got a, a operation on it got mm -hmm. it fixed and then um, I won the championship back and I made a promise to myself I said once I win this I'm not going to lose it so you retired no. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's no, one way to no, keep no, it. No, <laughs> no, no. I, I, um, what did you do? I defended it for I how many years? Uh, for five years. Yeah, five, five years. Well, almost six years. Six years. Did anybody take it away? No, five? no. I had to give it away. I had to give it back. Yeah, I defended twenty-two times. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How old were you when you gave it? When you gave it back? I was thirty-five. And I gave it up. So, so you at this by that that next time after you got your shoulder fixed, you were able to box with both arms and good. Yeah, but it took it took me it took me uh, about ten fights to okay. actually use the right hand because I was just so scared of using it. It hurt it, you know. Yeah, and, and and even I mean, this is something that's going to last me forever because even now my range of motion is is, is bad and it okay. pains me a lot. You know, okay. a lot of the reporters would ask me. They say, you know, why do you? You know, you, why do you continue boxing if you're not, you know, you're gaijin, you're, you're, you're boxing and defending, but you're not getting the, close to the championship, you're not the sponsors and stuff like that. So I may have a 1% chance of getting this world championship. I'm going to go for it. I said, but if I quit, I have 0%. Right, that's you know? right. So they would, oh, okay, yeah, I understand. So I'd say, hey, I'm, I want this until I can't go no more. So when did you get it? So I um, defended on the for the 24 second time and I came I the 20 the, the 21st time was really a big number because the 20 was the was the number and was the, the record and then once I got the 21st number that was a really big that was a huge fight you know and then I uh, went back I was actually um, I had went to uh, uh, during, right after I defended I was gonna leave to go PCS to go to this is all you've done all this while you were still in the military. I was still in the military, yes. And yes. they allow you to do both. Yes, yes, yes. Huh. Yeah. But not you don't you don't say that you're military when you do. Wait, wait. No, 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 no. I, I just had to, you know, the, the 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 base would come down and they would they would you know cheer me on and I ha usually have about 90, 90 guys from the base. But you're getting paid to box too, right? Yeah, yeah. it was a side time, a part time job. But was it making more than your military job? No, well, nah, I wouldn't really. Okay, you wouldn't. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. I don't think so. Okay, you don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're doing both, but the people, most of the people in the boxing world didn't know you were military. Oh, yeah, everybody knew I was military. Oh, everyone knew you were military. Yeah, okay. they all knew I was military, yeah. So I, I actually, it was, it, was hard, it was hard doing that because I, so. I had to work, you know, we had to do exercises at times. Sometimes, right. You know, so it was like, it was 12 hours of work, go home, go to the gym. So, you know, I got to give a lot of props to my ex-wife because she was very, very supportive. You know, very, I mean, if, like, if it wasn't for her, I probably wouldn't be where I was, right? Because, like I say, I would, I would, I would work during the day, you know, and then we had exercises or whatever. I had to go home, change, you know, go to the gym, work, you know, two, three hours at the gym, come home, sleep, go back to work the next day. Mm. You know, so it was, it was, it was, a uh, uh, you know, it wasn't easy. You needed somebody in your corner. Yeah. And she yeah. was there. She was, she was there. That's she good. There. That's good. I got to the, to the 21st um, defense. They transferred me to, they PCS me to um, um, 
Herbert Field. Which is where? In Florida. Oh, Florida, okay. Yeah, and I, um, well, I, I defended, I wasn't, I really was not supposed to um, do that because I was Japanese champion. You can't go to the States. Okay. Right? So I went to the States, TDY, gotcha. to the States. But somehow people knew. I don't know how they found out. I don't know how they found out, but somehow the, the boxing commission knew what everything. And they took your stuff away? They were going to. But they said, okay, we'll give you one more chance to come back over here, defend, then you got to give it away. Right? Oh, so, and that's what happened. Right. So I uh, came back and I defended one more time. And I was, was made 22? 22 defenses, yeah. Jeez. And you won that last one, too? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay. defended 22 times. And then um, right at that time, um, had uh, Hasakayama Takenori, he was gonna fight, uh, defend his champion, his world championship. He was um, Japanese here, and I guess his opponent, yes, his opponent um, um, from from France had got injured, and they needed somebody to fill in. So I got my chance, man. And it was like, you know, if I had to quit a long time ago, when it came, right? that's right, that's right. You know, so I, it finally came, and they said, hey, man, you got a chance to fight for world championship. Okay, you know, but now nah, this time I'm 36 years old, right? So I'm past my prime, and uh, you know, not taking anything from Hatakami. He was, gosh, he was a tough guy, you know, tough, toughest opponents I've, I've had. But I went back to the states, and I was training at Roy Jones' gym at the time, and um, at, I was trained at night. I never, I never really trained with Roy. I would train at night. We just, we just did two rounds of sparring, him and I. Mm -hmm. But we, uh, but I was training at his gym, and and. Um, we, you know, getting ready for the fight, getting ready for the fight, and came back over here and fought for the world championship. And in the ninth round, um, he it was it was getting, you know, he was coming on, you know, uh, but my my strategy was to hit, you know, and then grab, you know, okay. so he cannot return, right, right, or, or to get away from him, right, to get you. away, and but they knew. That that I do that that I would do that, right? So they were before the fight. I think his corner was like, "Yo, we gotta tell Rick not to, you know, don't be grabbing and stuff like that. You know, let us let, let us fight." And at one point, I did I did lock his arm, mm -hmm. and the referee took a point away. Okay. And that one point is what made it a draw. Oh. Yeah. So that one point, the one. Otherwise, point, you would have beat him. I would have won. I would have yeah. won. But you still defended it twenty-two times. Well, no, that was that was the Japanese championship. Okay. I, I was I was now trying for the world championship. Oh, you're in the U.S. doing? No, this. we we fought here. We fought, fought here. here. Okay. Yeah, we had um, it was it was uh, um, it was a real big event. Man. Did you ever get the world championship? You did, right? No, once once I once that was the only time that you could have had a chance to. So that was the one chance, the one thing you really wanted. Yeah. Yeah. And you did get a chance. And it ended up being a draw. It ended up being a draw. And you didn't get, you and can't then, get it on a draw. No, the champion keeps his championship. Okay. Yeah. And then. Wow. But you can always say you did it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So how did you start your gym? Let's get to the gym. What well, did you say? Um, I uh, first I, I started. A friend of mine asked me. He said, "Hey man, would you just you know teach me boxing?" You know, and I was like, ah, "Okay." So I would go to the base gym at, in Dakota, and I would I would um, you know work with him with the mitts and stuff mm -hmm. like that, and then. I have a, um, in my house I have a, um, it's an old American house, so I have a one one car garage. So I looked at it and said, well, I could probably make a little something out of this. So I, I fixed it up and I made a little gym out of it. And I would have, 
I started with him, and then another person wanted to do it, another person, and you know, we started. I started having about I had about seven people in there, and we just you know, I'm just teaching them how to you know box and stuff like that. And we actually went uh, to a couple of fights. You know, I had a couple guys go to a different to a few gyms and spar, and uh, one guy competed. You know, up in Masawa. And that was that was fun, you know. We that was just for fun. And then I was like, okay, I want to I want to start my gym, you know, because I've always wanted to start a gym, a boxing mm -hmm. gym. When I was uh, even when I was boxing, I wanted to be a trainer. And um, I found a place, and they were supposed to just be there for six six months. So they said just six months because they're gonna tear it down. But after three months, they said I have to move out. So I was driving, and I saw a place that said. Um, open, you know, for for rent. Stopped and went in and looked at it and called up and, and had my wife now. My wife called and she called and um, I got the place. So you had it. How long have you had it now? Eight years now. Eight years. It's been eight years. Oh, yeah. Right. So I had to I had to I built it up myself. I put everything on the floor. I made it, did everything, and and it started off slow, you know, as amateur and then. For, um, Good thing is, you know, I had friends of mine who we trained, ex trainer mates, who uh, trained with me, mm -hmm. and uh, Ohata and, and Masamoto, and they came to the gym, and one of my friends, other friends came to the gym and said, hey, you know, we'll work with you and help you train. And um, I got a good team of, of guys, That's you know, good. and one of one of the, the guys, um, Ohata, if it wasn't for him, you know, the gym wouldn't probably be, wouldn't mm -hmm. be where it's at, but he, I said, hey, I want to turn the gym pro. You know, I'm ready to turn it pro, you know. And and I wrote down what I wanted to do, and he said, okay, you know, and then he started fundraising. He started a fundraising drive, and we had to get, like, close to $50,000, you know, and he raised it. Man, I was like, man, you, you actually did this, man. You know, so we, we raised it, and and then from there we just started training. And it just so happened that I had, I had um, one of the, a dependent uh, from from the base who was actually in the gym, and he had been there for like three years at that time. And he was 15 when he came to the gym. It's Dominique, right? He comes to the gym, he's 15, and around 18, he's you know. His mother's about the PCS, but he wants to fight pro, you know, and, and he's like, I want to turn pro. I said, okay, if, if you know, if it's okay, and he was my first pro. He so, did? Yeah, yeah, the gym turned pro, and then he was right there to turn pro, and we, get, we turned pro, and, and actually it's funny because his first opponent was the guy, Sakamoto, who actually took my, my second championship. Okay. I, I told you it was a, it was a TKO loss, right? right? And I went to his gym. I said, "Hey, man, I need I need to get a, a fighter because I couldn't get any fights for him. You know, I couldn't find an opponent." And he was like, "Ah, he's kind of tough. He's kind of tough." And and he, you know, so we hung up. And he called me back a few minutes later, and it was like, "Okay, yeah, we'll fight you." You know, and and so we had a we had a fight. You know? right. Dominique had his first fight. Did he win? Yeah, he won, okay. and he won. So then he went up, and then I got another another uh, pro, and then I got another pro. Now I got five pros. How many? When was the first one? How many years were you in your gym before you got your first? Pro? Um, I was. You got uh, gosh, it's, it's, it had to be uh, ten, uh, eighteen. So five years. Five years. You'd had the gym five years. Had had yeah. It's just an amateur gym. Okay. And, and then, then so the last three years you've been pro. Been pro. Yes. Right, yeah. Okay. I think I'm the. Yeah. <laughs> you are the only one in Japan. I, the only African American in Japan that has his own gym. Well, I actually. 
actually, is that um, there's one, there's a, uh, another trainer, um, Naito, and he was born here. His, if you really wanted to get technical about I it. I his, his father is probably African-American, but his mother's Japanese. Japanese. Okay, I hear yeah. you. And he's been doing it longer than you? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's been long. Yeah, oh, he's, he's, he's actually long. been like a mentor to me at, oh, I hear you. at okay. some point. Oh, he's yeah. a second. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah, the so second. I'm second. Only two. Oh, yeah. There's only <laughs> two in all of Japan. So I, if I want to be the first, I can see the ex, first ex-military brother. There you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah. That's yeah, good. That's nice. First, yeah. What are your plans for the future then? Well, my my goal is uh, world champion. You know, I, I, that's my dream. For you? I, well, I want to make a world champion. Okay, you, no, you're I'm, done. I'm, I'm done. I'm okay, done. Yeah, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm all that's what I said. That. No, no, you yeah. said that for you. It's still vanity makes <laughs> right. you think. Yeah, no, I've had so so long. <laughs> I want to. I'm the same way. Yeah, still. Yeah, so you want to make the world champion? That's oh, what I want a world champion. Oh, you do. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, do that I, you know, Dominique was. Uh, he went to the. They have a, every year. They have a um, uh, what they call a Sinjingo, the mm-hmm. New Boys Tournament. And he actually went to the championship, but he lost the, the East Japan championship. But you have to fight the East Japan for the East. You fight for the East Japan championship, and if you win, then you fight the Western Japanese champion, and then for all Japan. And he's gonna. He he went up. We actually made it to the East Japan championship, mm-hmm. and then he yeah, he just wasn't able to win. Well, his it, mother wasn't here, though. His mother had left. And she had, she had left. Yeah. She had left in PCS. So, he's still, so how old is he? So he, he's 21 now. Oh, so he had his own place. Yeah. He's doing his yeah, own thing. Yeah, he was doing his own thing. But he's he's now going to join the military. He's going to join the military. Okay. Yeah. So hopefully he'll get stationed back here. And you can take him all the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. He's a good kid. But I have some other kids, too. That's some other nice. good boxers and oh, some up-and-coming boxers. Nice. So in my gym, we do, uh, we do uh, Zumba and... Um, I made a, uh, I made a, um, I call it punch piece boxing. Okay. It's like a punching routine. Okay. You know, so we do that and we have boxing. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Yeah. What would you like to end this podcast with? Well, um, uh, huh. <laughs> of course, you know, please come to the gym, you know. Yeah, there you um, go. The gym is, uh, actually, we're going to we'll start. That, we'll put all that up so they'll see how yeah. to get to your gym. We're also gonna also gonna start an MMA up, upstairs. Okay. I got the second floor, so I'm gonna start an MMA class up there. Uh, hopefully next month it's gonna start. So hopefully you guys will come in there work for that. So if you're interested in you know, MMA, please come. But it'd be boxing, boxing on the bottom, MMA upstairs, and you know hopefully from there the gym will just get bigger and bigger. And, you know, no doubt. That's, that's what I want. And hopefully, like I said, we'll get a world championship, world champion one day. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to do my best to do that. I would like to get a world champion from that area of Fusa because I lived in Fusa for, man, for, for over 25 years. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so you want to be a local guy? You want to be yeah, somebody? Yeah, I'd like to pull that'd be some sweet. in. That'd be somebody. Somebody from that area, you know, yeah. would be great. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, so please come, come to the gym. Right. Rick, yeah. thank you so much again yeah. for doing this. All right, man. Bump. All right. Bingo. I want to thank all of you for watching this podcast. Make sure you press like, subscribe, and never forget, it's all on loan. Continue to reach for the stars, and you're too blessed to be stressed. Mm-hmm.